So how are you, sir? Thank you so much for taking the time out to come on. I appreciate it, man. When you reached out to me, I was shocked and honored all at the same time. So thanks for uh, inviting me. I was, to your, I was shocked and honored here. that you'd come on. So we're, we're, oh. we're good. We're not, we're not, we're good. So I, no, seriously, I really appreciate you taking the time out of your day. I know you got kids and you know, everybody's got a life. So yeah. Really and they take up that. pretty much all of it. So you got to <laughs> drug them. That's the best way to get them in bed. Ooh, drug them. Uh, NyQuil. No, by I that, NyQuil I mean Benadryl well. because they have allergies. Oh. You know? oh, right. Allergies. Right, right, right. <laughs> I've been giving them Sudafed. That's why I've been, that's why I've been doing wrong. <laughs> that definitely is the wrong answer. <laughs> uh, oh, full disclosure, funny. I do not drug my kids. Anyone's watching, <laughs> yes, I do that's not right. drug if my anyone, kids. <laughs> if any of the four people that follow my channel are watching, we do not drug his kids. It was all a joke. No black choppers. No Natur naturally way. falling asleep up there right now. They're natural. It's natural. <laughs> natural. <laughs> so nice. why don't you tell everybody about your channel and uh, where you're from? What do you ride? Sure. So uh, my my channel is Chopper Fett. And so obviously the Fett in the name means I'm a Star Wars nerd, geek, whatever you want to call me. Uh, so what I basically started doing with my 2009 Dyna Lowrider is I started adding Boba Fett style pieces to it. Started with a horn cover and then a, a points cover. And then I even did a, a custom engraved derby cover of a mythosaur, which if you nerds are out there know what that is, cool for you. Um, but uh, I kind of just kind of went from there. So it was like the bike used to be what was Chopper Fett. That was the name of the bike. And then I decided, well, let me get into this YouTube thing, but I really don't have a good name for myself. So just kind of stole the name from the bike and it, that became the channel's name and for okay. a while that's what i went as was chopper fed and then over time you know introduced my more personal side i did the the face reveal at 100 subscribers and brett was born again so um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh now i've been doing it for about a year and a half now so we're uh just hit 750 subscribers so very uh very honored that uh, that that happened if you uh, awesome if you guys want to go check out the uh 750 subscriber giveaway i am giving away a 100 e-certificate to cycle gear you can go nice. buy whatever you want go buy a new well part of a new helmet unless you buy built which you can buy probably like two helmets of those um, <laughs> go <with> those helmets. <laughs> uh, if you look in the in, back there that's the first helmet i ever got was a built helmet okay uh, orange and black to match the bike of course so um because you've uh, got quite the helmet collection going sir i might be an addict um, um let's it's just not see. an addict it's safety Three, four five six that was not mine seven plus two i think nine or ten is where i'm at now okay um, and here's the fun thing about it though i use all of them i don't just like you so there's like through. some there's some channels that will you know, they'll buy like a collector's edition and just put it on the wall. Now, I actually use my helmets. So like the lane splitters, I use those during the summertime because they let in a ton of air. Uh, mm -hmm. The showies are my comfort ride. So if I want to just sit back and relax, drowns out a lot of the noise. Uh, the Rorocks are my new motor vlog helmet, which I know kind of typical of uh, the motor vlogging community is Rorock, but uh one they didn't really sponsor me so uh, i just wanted to give them a shot to see what all the fuzz was about on those so but so yeah, what are your um, thoughts on that because i won't lie every time i open up instagram or youtube i feel like 
you know, I'm the old man rocking the showy, you know, like I'm, yeah. I'm an OG. I love showy. Um, I will. What showy do you of, run? Um, my last year's motovlog setup was at RFSR. So entry line showy. Okay. Um, I run a RF 1200 as well, which uh, they said that's more for a crotch rocket leaned over, but I actually find it very comfortable on my particular Dyna anyway. Um, I rock a GT Air, the first edition. That's my oh, nice. quiet helmet. Uh, I bought that one secondhand for like 200 bucks, and I gave everything a very good go over before I actually give them the cash for it. But it's like, dude, this is in great shape. Are you sure? 200? He's like, yeah. I'm like, sweet. So put that on. It just drowns out almost all the noise possible. Um, nice. And then my other show is a GT Air. Um, not obviously GT Air, uh, a Neotech one, which. I haven't used that one too much lately, but uh, it uh, it gets picked up whenever I want a little bit of a change of pace. So okay, yeah, yeah I it's... have a I have an RF. I moved to a um, just moved to a twelve hundred. I had it out the for the second time today, mm-hmm. and that's yeah, that's a different helmet. It's, it is you can get ruined. I had a Schubert when I first started riding because everyone needs to spend Schubert money on a helmet just sure. once <laughs> and then drop Ooh. it, but. That's it, it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah you get you get spoiled with helmets quick and, yeah you know and i always thought it's like oh i only nearly need like one helmet two helmets but then it's like well man that that's good then i start looking on facebook marketplace like yeah yeah look at that price yeah like like the rfsr the blue one i it was brand new for 200 dollars because someone had won it they didn't ride a motorcycle, so they shipped it to me for free from from Arkansas. Two hundred dollars for a brand new showy. So, oh wow! Yeah, I mean, people always say to be hesitant as far as what you buy online and stuff like that. But you know, if you can find the right honest person, oh, you can make you can find some scores on on the Facebook marketplace. I, well, it should probably be banned. <laughs> it's hard too because when you when you buy a helmet, right, it all seems really good. You look it on up online try it out and then if you don't like it what do you do with it right because there's not i don't imagine there's a huge market for used helmets right it's it's certainly smaller than i would assume jackets are yeah uh because jackets are jackets don't expire really Mm -hmm. uh helmets kind of do um i don't necessarily believe in the five-year rule per se if it's used for a for a solid five years yes i do believe it does deteriorate over time and when people say it's got maybe 10 rides in it, it's not going to break down after 10 rides. Like as far as the, the quality and the safety of it go, personal opinion, I don't, don't quote me on that either. I don't know if that's true or not, but uh, um, I have no problem putting my helmet or my head inside of those type of helmets. And okay, um, but as far as what I do with them, if I don't like them, um, I try to sell them. I, I usually, if I get a good enough deal, I usually can get, 50 to 75% of my money back and I apply it towards the next one. But um, luckily, as you can tell, if I, I have 10, so I haven't really been selling any lately. So it's, uh, let's um, see, there's seven days in a week. So you have some extra, that makes sense. It's perfect sense. Some days there's two rides, you know, it's motorcycle so. math. that makes total sense. <laughs> I mean, for every different Dixon flannel or every different motorcycle you ride, you have to have a different helmet. It's just that simple. <laughs> that's fair. Now, is it only yeah. helmets or do you have, so I have a glove addiction and that's, Ooh, yeah. I don't, I don't have a glove addiction. Um, I have three pairs. I have a mesh, a winter glove, and a heated winter glove. 
Okay. Um, I, I want to look into some of the Indy Ridge stuff. Um, I know there's some like, there's a lot of good leather that they have. I, I, I actually held a pair for the first time the other day. I'm like, Ooh, I, I like these. And the ones I tried on were just the hair too small. So I know I just needed to order up a size larger than what he had, but. Yeah. I mean, if, yeah. if they're, if they're brand new, they're definitely small, especially yeah. with the leather, but they stretch, which makes them awesome because they feel they feel like those pair of jeans that were built for you, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever found those jeans yet. So. Yeah, I haven't either, but <laughs> but let's hypothetically say that. But um, yeah, I run the um, you know, I don't have them in my office. I have the denim and leather ones that I wear all the time. Mm. They're they're really comfortable. Those are the ones that are, are currently in my shopping cart. I just haven't clicked the, the checkout button yet. But yeah, they're, they're, the nice part is you after you get like, you know, in 10, if you buy 10 of them, they're not that big. You know, so oh. <laughs> only takes up one helmet there room. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Uh, my, my summer gloves are pretty much done for. They, the Velcro doesn't Velcro anymore. So I was like, I think it's time this summer. I'll probably go ahead and pick them up at that point. But cool. But yeah. Um, yeah, I really don't have any other addictions except for the helmets and uh, Dixon flannel, uh, which I don't usually wear too much of these when I ride. Just kind of depends on what kind of ride it is. If it's, I've heard that addiction is strong. I don't want to start that addiction. It's, well, they got me on like a twenty nine ninety nine entry one. Like, oh, oh I, I just happened to be browsing. Like, oh, it's on sale twenty nine ninety nine. Okay, and I bought two of them. Like, these are great. This is better than any flannel I've bought. I mean, I've done Duluth and other brands. I like it. Well, then the next wave comes around. Like forty nine ninety nine. Like, I really like that color. So click order, and then the next wave comes out fifty nine ninety nine. Like, now I have a problem. <laughs> luckily, luckily the wife says, "Hey, you dress nicely in them, so go for it." And back when I was actually stocking up on them is when I was actually in the office for my job, so I was able to wear these as my work shirt. Okay. Well, now I'm work from home, so now it's t-shirt and shorts. So they don't get clothes anymore. We work from home. <laughs> right. I, I, I'm wearing this, but believe it or not, I just have shorts on underneath. I did not dress completely for the part here tonight. That's, that's <laughs> what I do for meetings. One of our, yeah. when I was filming our CEO um, before he left the company, he had this really nice shirt on and we're filming this like goodbye speech. And he stands up and he had shorts on. I lost it. Cause I didn't, I didn't realize it because, it looked like, you know, he's got this nice shirt and it's all pressed. And I was like, oh, you got it. That's funny. Yeah. So what is your, um, so what is your vlog setup? Now, you know, do you have multiple helmets set up for that? Or do you use primarily one? Um, so right now I have three helmets set up for vlog. I have the showy RFSR, which was last season's. Mm -hmm. And then I have a Atlas 2.0 and an Atlas Berserker both set up. Okay. Um, I'm still trying to kind of fine tune some of the Atlas stuff because they are a much noisier helmet. So uh, I think this season is just going to have just a shade bit more wind noise. I try to cut it out as much as I could with my uh, external recorder that I use, but uh, it's just going to be, it's going to be a little noisier, but when I go and look at everyone else's video, it has the same wind noise. So it's not like it's going to be, you know, really really bad like a, a new person who's just getting into motor vlogging it's still sure. going to be a quality product i wouldn't ever put out something that was annoyingly loud or couldn't even hear me but i'm such a quality fiend which i'm sure we'll discuss some of those other things later on as far as 
uh, my gadgets and how I'm yeah. a stickler for like not perfection, but I really do strive to put out a really good product. Um, no, what? Well, you mentioned the audio recorder, which speaks to the quality. So, what are you running for audio recorder and mic? So, for the recorder, I run a Tascam DR05. Okay. Um, it's the $80 or $90 one. It's about yay big, um, fits perfectly in my front pocket. And the reason I like running that is I can use a Sony ECM stereo mic. Um, okay. A lot of people use purple pandas and the giant squids, things along those lines, but those are all mono. And the reason people oh. choose oh. the reason people choose that microphone is because when they plug a stereo microphone into a GoPro, you get cracking and popping like crazy. And so they go to the mono mics, such as the Panda, and they put into the media mod or the mic adapter. And that does get them good audio, but I like the ability to record in stereo. And if I need to, I can dub it down to mono and post edit if I want to. But um, what I like about the Tascam though, in conjunction with it is I can filter out a lot of wind noise just with the device. Um, it has a, a frequency cut. So all those deep bassy wind tones can be just cut out of the recording right there on the device. It's now, are you nice. doing the, I forget who, who I heard this from. I want to say it might've been early Bikenberg. Are you using it where the left channel or the right channel's down and the other one's up to cut over back and forth? Uh, no, because the way I had the microphone situated in the helmet, okay. I have it so it will pick up left and right channel at the same time. Um, so that way I don't have to worry about cutting anything. It's just, it's, it's basically up and down perpendicular. So it's just capturing my voice inside there. So it's okay. catching the left channel and right channel. If you were an extreme critic of the channel, I know when I go into post, sometimes one channel is slightly louder than the other. But when it's coming out of both speakers, or if you just have a single speaker, like on your cell phone, you, no one's ever going to be yeah. wiser. You would have to basically have a surround sound system watching my vote of light. And if you are watching my uh, videos in surround sound, well, I think I made it. So <laughs> <laughs> it's great when you look at your statistics. You're like, all right, I'm going to upload this to 4K and I'm using this L lens. And then you realize that somebody's watching it on like an iOS 8 iPhone. And you're like, uh, but honey, right. didn't it look good in oh, it looked great on the computer? <laughs> sure. And that's the that's the thing. Like a lot of people will just run 1080p. I I don't. I do I do try to do as much 4K as possible. Um, I'm starting to learn how to use my Canon for 4K because the autofocus is terrible in 4K. Yeah. So I've learned to kind of figure out some secrets, not necessarily secrets, just actually common sense almost as far as things I should be doing with it. Um so like Basically, now I just set the camera to manual focus. I go put it a box or something where I'm going to be standing, set it there, and then I say, don't move from this spot. <laughs> and I think uh, I think my reveal video that's coming out Monday the 5th is the first one where I got the 4K perfectly down. So I'm excited nice. to see. And I'm excited spinning. to play it. I'm excited to see it on my big screen TV if there's actually a difference or not. If there's not... Yeah, well, 1080p autofocus is pretty good, so. <laughs> well, yeah, and, and, you know, this is cool because this is the first time I've ever done a uh, an RP to RP uh, interview, so this is great. <laughs> yeah, and I'm not sure what you're using to film yours here today, yeah. but uh, I'm actually using an old Canon T3i, so it's something I've had for probably 10, 15 years. Okay, um, I thought you were using your RP. 
Gotcha. No, that's probably why I'm not completely 16 by nine um, on there, but um, I don't have any extra batteries and I'm not sure how long they would last. So I had this, my setup for my, my live stream that I usually do. It usually goes for about three hours, which gotcha. is about right. So, um, and it does really good. Cause I mean, it's got a, a good lens on there. So it still gets the blurred background. It still has all the, it's, it's a DSLR. So it still does all the sure. same basic features and what lens are you using just out of curiosity oh it looks like it is it's not the nifty 50 um it is a looks like it's the 30 it's 35 mil but okay with the apc crop it's more it's about a 50 mil with the crop on it yeah and you're using the 35 in the rp right i am using the 35 that lens is money Oh my god! That was I had well uh, worth the price of admission on that one. I was, I. Long story short, I used to shoot professionally. I had all Canon gear, uh, in another lifetime. And <laughs> when I bought, I had an M50, and I just that crop sensor doesn't make sense in my little brain. A 50 right. is supposed to be a 50, two right. eight is supposed to look like two eight, <laughs> and. I moved to the RP and then I was on the fence about like, Oh, but the EF lenses are so cheap. You're going to still get the crop. And then I started buying some of the R lens, the RF lenses. And I'm like, Oh, this, I shouldn't have started this. Yep. Uh, those RF lenses are extremely good. I think they just released a, their version of a nifty 50 for it. I think it's like 199. That's what this is. Milli. Yeah. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. This is the 51, eight. Nice. And, and I'll tell oh, you, and, the it's ridiculous. And then I have the, well, it's sitting on my desk. I have the 35 like you have. Nice. I'll tell you what, from a creator standpoint, if you can swing it, the 24 to 105 L, the F4 is money in the bank. Like I understand it's, it's not cheap. <laughs> yes. But I would argue that for most YouTube stuff, you could do away with any other lens and just oh. have that. Yeah. You know, it's insane. So, what, what he's saying here is you need to get me monetized so that yes. I can put money back into the channel. So I need yes. you guys to come to my channel, please. I beg you. You need to come to the channel. You subscribe, hit the <laughs> bell, like it, watch all his videos a hundred times, whatever it takes. Yeah. Uh, I think it was this Bikes, man is uh, living a one life lens, a, a, <laughs> way, a one life lens. You can't, you need more than one lens. I think I was talking with the bikes beards and bruise the other day and, he just celebrated 3,000 views. I was like, yeah, I'm 2,900 of those views. I just left it on repeat one day. So <laughs> I've no, never done that. <laughs> never. <laughs> you go to Best Buy, you start logging into computers. Oh, you should play this video. Yeah, look. <laughs> just get a bunch of different IP addresses going. We're good to go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you're, sure using, you're using a GoPro 9 or an 8? I got two eights. Oh, two um, eights. Okay. Yep. Um, I didn't see the the need for the nines when they came out. Um, mm -hmm. It's I'm sure a little bit better in many different ways. I think it does five point something k maybe five point four. I'm not sure what that is, but uh, the front the front camera didn't really do anything for me because when I self vlog, if I do it, I'm using the Canon, so I. I have my flip out screen for that. I really don't want to vlog with a GoPro. Now they're, they're perfectly fine, but for me, since I'm not really leaving the house, having a big heavy cannon is okay. Now, mm -hmm. if you're 
if you're going to a bike night, it, it makes more sense to do it with the GoPro. Um, but at the same time, it's just like, if you could just imagine what some of these creators do with the GoPro and they're doing their vlogs, just imagine how good they could do if they had like really good equipment to go along with it. That's the, that's the thing that you talk about wanting to produce quality. That's the thing that gets me. Right. You're like, oh, you know, you mentioned Purple Panda or a Sony mic and you got a recorder and I'm looking at Zoom recorders and I'm doing all this. And then it's like you watch somebody, you know, and you can think of a thousand creators that are, you know, 10,000 followers and they're shooting it with an iPhone and they're just absolutely killing it. Now, there is something to say. The iPhone can be a very capable thing. Um, I don't know if you follow Mr. G 1965, Mm -hmm. but he does everything with just his cell phone and it's it's the content though so for me i like to have depth of field and focus that that's where a lot of my content comes in play i feel that's the eye-catching thing with someone like him he's more on the i'm going to give you content by creating a good story i'm not a good storyteller i Mm -hmm. have to kind of script everything that i'm going to be telling you um so like live streams are like usually kind of I'm kind of shooting off the cuff a lot of the time. So I'm not really sure what I'm going to be saying, but you know, I, yeah, I don't even know where I'm going with that now. So, well, no, I get it. it, it <laughs> you know, if I'm following you, it's, it's hard because you get wrapped up in the bits and bites and sometimes you, you drop the quality or you push the quality and then the, the content's not there. There has to be that right. balance. Yeah. Uh, someone pointed it out to me. I don't know which video of mine it was, but I know for a, for a fact that um, I, I wasn't feeling motor vlogging that day, but I needed to go out and film. And someone said, like, dude, your sign off. Are you OK? I'm like, yeah, that's fine. And I went back and watched it again. And it's like, oh, this this is kind of depressing. It's like I had no excitement, no enthusiasm. <laughs> I, mean, I usually will. I'll usually make the mic pop in my in my films if I'm really having a good time with stuff. But it was just like, yep, and this is Shopperfet. See you on the next dark side. As this is the way. See ya. And that's how it ended. I was like, oh. So now what I do is I go back before I upload and I rewatch the entire video to make sure this is what I want to put out there. Um, okay. Kind of look through other people's eyes. Um, I've had my wife preview some stuff before. Um, she's usually watching, and then it's this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm like, well, you're not. That's not going to help my feedback. Any, I need you to focus. She's like, I don't. I'm not into motorcycle videos. I love my motorcycle, but I'm not into videos of them. I'm like, fair point. Fair point. So you're not my target audience, is what you're saying. So. <laughs> <laughs> and well, my dad's the same way i mean my mom could care less what his videos look like he's putting all this effort in and she's like you're just crazy you're just a crazy old man <laughs> so <laughs> i um i do film production or video production for work and i sent out a video we did this silly christmas video with all the execs and i sent out an email and i said you know pretty much in bold letters this is not color corrected it's not auto auto um audio corrected it's nothing it's just a proof letting you see where we're at i get back post it no 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 time out that's <laughs> it was not what we're doing here people right now and see you bring up a good point because like i do color grading and stuff on my my footage and you know how many people actually will notice that you color corrected i mean 
a lot of the cameras like the GoPro, they do have a very good color profile for when you shoot, mm-hmm. but that color profile for me is not something that it might not set the mood properly for me. Mm-hmm. So like, if I'm talking about a specific subject, I might want darker tones and kind of have a different ambiance to it. than if I'm talking about, I don't know, unicorn farts and everything like that, I want to have, you know, bright colors and stuff like that. So and glitter and glitter. Yes. Glitter too. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of glitter. Um, but what I don't know is, does, does that translate to people? Do they actually notice it? And it's, it's more just like, this is what I would want to watch. So this is what I'm going to put out. So mm-hmm. if they, if they enjoy it, great. If not, well, I'm saying still do it. So, well, and I think that that speaks to too, that you're creating content for yourself. And I think that yeah. that's key because once you start looking at, and again, I'm nobody, but once you start looking at analytics and things, you're like, you know, I can make this video that, trolls the harley world and people flip out and the engagement's mm-hmm. through the roof right. or i could do a video that's heartfelt and it dies you yeah. know so it's like yeah you got to figure uh, out what you want to do that day i i've i've learned to be careful of trolling um i have one video that's no longer it's like not published anymore for public uh i i did a what if video for the million dollar bogan uh last part of last year um i think that you had a million dollar broken video as well that went really big and my first one was you know hey we support you well about three weeks later i'm like what if he lied to us just like just a what if i didn't say he did i just said what if oh man i got so much backlash on that that's like the first comment said i'm unsubscribing i was like okay i mean i didn't say anything bad about the guy i just said how would you feel if a person like Bogan lied to you. That, that was what the subject was supposed yeah. to be. But people thought, dude, it was just like, they, they thought I was just bashing and bashing and bashing. I was like, no, you guys are missing the point. But yeah, I, I've, I've definitely since then, like, okay, can this be misconstrued? Because I'm still trying to build my audience, not make them go away at this point in time. Well, so. I, um, I find it funny and I've seen it with a gazillion creators that people will comment and it's almost like they watch something else and you're like, you know, it's, I, I did a video and people were like, I can't believe you treat your old lady like that. I'm like, did you see the end where she's laughing hysterical? <laughs> right. Did you see any of the other videos I've done? Like, or, or they watch it and they, they come out with this like crazy explanation of something. And you're like, did right. you even watch it? I've, I've wanted to do an experiment. And I haven't done it yet, but I'm thinking maybe like on one of my non-regular posting days, I want to have like a title of, you know, uh, what did you, what kind of fuel do you put in your bike is going to be the title. And I'm not going to talk about that at all during the video. And just, and I might be completely different subject and see what the comments come in and say, are they basing their comments on the title or are they basing their comments on what's actually being put out there? Because you know, how many people are just like, oh, it's a discussion, discussion video, da, 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 da. move on to the next video type of thing. So I don't know. I, I don't know if I'll do it or not, but it's, it's been in my I, head. I think, I think sometimes that they're interesting experiments because you, it's amazing what people will fill in the blanks with their mind, especially when you watch 
the statistics of a video that say, you know, you do a 10 minute video and it's average watch times four minutes. So you know yeah. that they're probably not watching the whole thing, but they've made up the their mind. Sure. Yeah. And Bogan, man, the, the Australians come in hard. They represent. They're no joke. Yeah. You know. I bet his watch time is through the roof. Because, I, I mean, they that following that they have for Bogan is insane. Um, I, it's it's kind of nice in the same way that he has built up something his product basically but uh whoo yeah I've, I've learned don't don't mess with that crowd <laughs> did you see um did you see that he's on australia's million uh, um big brother yeah and that brings up my theory so i have a theory so here comes all my unsubscribes um that last year when all this harley davidson fiasco i'm stepping away i'm stepping away was him filming big brother could be because, I mean, usually those shows are produced six months, eight months in advance before they actually go on air. So for me, the timeline might match up. And that was a perfect way to say, I can't tell you what I'm doing, but I need to disappear from social media for however long the show is. And Sure. And, 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 and it would, that's interesting because it would play into the... Um... You know, we all hope that we're that big, right? That one day right. you step away and people are like, oh, my God, you know, <laughs> <Come back. laughs> um, but yeah, it, it would play into fueling what you can't do for a while. So if you had no access, you could you could use that to fuel. That's interesting. Yeah. I mean, again, it's just it's just the timing kind of works out again. I'm not saying he it's, it's probably all legit. Everything was probably legit. It is legit. Come back, people. Come back to me. It was legit. <laughs> but uh um, but no, I, it's just, you know, you kind of think of those things. You think about, you think about a lot of different people. They're in our same, our same wheelhouse as far as who we are. We're all motorcycle content creators. And so, you know, if someone does disappear or, you know, they kind of change up everything, you kind of wonder what, what is going on? I mean, not to pry like your nosy neighbor type thing, but you kind of feel, build a bond with them, even if you don't even know who they are. So sure. Well, and I think that that's the the thing with YouTube. It's interesting too, is that people people sort of form a bond with your channel and that persona, and it's both, I guess, good and bad. You know, it's right. like I don't know how you are, but I ride a bike, but I'm not one of those people that like hangs out at the Harley dealership and talks about bikes for eight hours. I'm just not. Mm-mm. And I feel really, I find it really funny when people will start talking to me and I'm like, ah, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I like my legend suspension, but it doesn't mean that there's not a hundred things better. It's just what works for me. Right. You know? Um, no, it's, I'm the same way. Um, I'm very socially distanced myself. I like, I was social distancing before it was the cool thing to do. I mean, Absolutely. <laughs> but, and that's, so, I think a lot of people that do YouTube are like that because this is an outlet, right? I can, yep. I can say whatever I want. And if you like it, great. And if you don't, don't watch it. I mean, right. Exactly. It's really and, no different than my life. Right. right. <laughs> you know, it's just that there happens to be a small percentage of people that look at it and go, Oh, it's pretty cool. I'll watch it again. You know? Right. And that's, what's kind of cool is, you know, it is just you and the camera, so you can be comfortable. Um, I do know the first few videos that I did off of the bike. So completely not motor vlog, just actual videos. I was, 
I was very self-conscious about them. Like, and so I was putting them out there. I was like, I mean, now they're, they're going to see me. I mean, I'm a, I'm a big guy on a fairly small bike. I mean, are, do I really want to put myself out there? Cause I've seen, I've seen the comments on other channels. Like how they ridicule big guys. I'm like, Oh, look at that fatty wire in a motorcycle. That's funny. Oh, oh, oh. and like, do I want to be that guy? But then it just it finally just clicks. And I was like, I don't care what that person thinks. Like, I can have that comment come in and I can either one reply nicely and say, thanks for the watch. Even though you insulted me, you gave me a statistic, which is going to help my channel or I just delete the comment. So um, it's just, yeah, it was, it took a lot of getting over that fear of being criticized. Um, because now, How do you deal with that? I mean, do you, because one of the greatest things I heard was a John Maxwell comment, and I won't repeat the ending of it because I don't want to get demonetized. But <laughs> it was basically like, "Thanks for the thanks for the view, a," and it was just right. like, and he deletes the person or blocks right. them. No, and uh, that's I, I usually leave the comments there. Now I I haven't gotten any really negative like towards me comments since the the Bogan incident. Um, mm-hmm. Ever since then, I'll get some some comments like as far as like when I do some voiceover things like, Oh no, this is why this bike's better. I'm like, Hey, I appreciate the feedback. So, you know, those are things that I like. Those are actually driving a discussion mm-hmm. and they're not necessarily calling me stupid. They're just like, well, uh, this one has re- rear cylinder deactivation. You didn't mention I was like, you're right. I didn't because that's not really affecting the performance of the bike, which is what this video is about, but I appreciate you, you know, picking up on things like that. So those kind of things I handle just fine. Um, like I said, I haven't really had any major backlash lately. I don't really make too controversial stuff, hopefully, but uh, um, it does take a, a thick skin. Um, I think at uh, some guys say, you know, they're on a subscribe or something like that. And I, I posted it on uh, Instagram, like on a story and, oh man, uh, support NVC <laughs> came in like a, like a wrecking ball against that guy. Like they, there's like eight replies and just basically from berating me to just going after him. And who, those are good, good group of guys and gals that uh, support MVC. So, yes. And I, and I, I really think that those are the fun ones because you just sit there and you're like, sooner or later, someone is going to take a swing at somebody, you know, like yep. <laughs> the, the Bogan video did that. There were people thumbs downing it and people were like, you know, who the hell would thumbs down this video? Like, right. You know, and it was, it's really <laughs> funny because it, it's, and I think that that's kind of the cool part about being a creator is that if you're genuine and you, you build that following that you don't, you don't really have to respond, right? You, right. you have the people that'll do your heavy work for them. <laughs> Exactly. Well, dude, people will thumb down anything. You could have a video of a, a beagle puppy jumping around in a field playing with a butterfly and someone will thumb down it. I'm like, it's, it's the cutest thing in the world. And nope, we don't like it. I'm like, ah, it's okay. And I think I have a stalker personally on my channel. Um, I, there's always one, um, one thumb down every every single video it's like and it usually comes up right away too yep like I'm the like, first hour yeah i'm like just unsubscribe just don't watch it dude what what is your deal um my i feel like i know who it is my, my comment like, to those are those interactions are interactions so yep, exactly it's not doing anything but winning because oh, it's yeah. the more interactions you get you know yep it's the uh the whole thing it's it's the number away from zero. So it doesn't matter if you get a hundred 
pluses or a hundred minuses, that's still a hundred clicks that are on your video. So yep. yeah, go for it. Promote I me. like that. One of the things I found <laughs> fun too, is that when someone really says something really negative, rather than like deleting it, you reply back with a question. And if you're lucky, you get the person that just keeps going. And you're just like, right. man, this engagement's great. You know, Dude, video's been so up many... for an hour and it's been watched 80 times, you know? Right. <laughs> there's so many times, like I'll, I try to reply to as many comments as possible. And, you know, in those kind of comments, like you ask them a question back and nothing, it's crickets most of the time. It's like, so did you put your comment in to try and just take a quick little jab at me and make me feel bad about myself? And then did you even read my reply or was my reply kind of like, oh, he's got me there type of thing. I don't know, but yeah. Uh, it's, uh, and I think too, that it's an interesting conversation because I think too, now that we've all been, you know, kind of shut in for the last year, I've noticed that people are just angry. Like, it, it, like people just go off, you know what I mean? It could be like, I could be like, this is my new reveal bike. I bought the snake bite venom road glide and people would be like why would you buy that color that number one's the wrong color you know and they're just going off you can't buy a bike that's two colors you can't buy a purple bike and a green bike at the yeah. same time well how will you register it it can't be two colors <laughs> yeah i'll it's... never i'll never get a ticket because the cop will write it as purple and the bike's clearly green so you're off your honor come over here and stand to the left look what yeah. color it is don't yeah. mind on the don't, right don't, side don't, don't, don't move yeah that's like man i i I can't stop looking at that bike. The only thing they did to save my wallet was they didn't make it black chrome. If they made it mm. black chrome, it would have been game over. I would have just sold my kids or something. Hey, you know, yeah. Not that my kids are for sale. I don't <laughs> want to get them monetized. They're not for sale. Yeah. They had quite a few of the, um, I don't know the color name, Venom, Snake Venom I color up there. Even on like the sportsers. And man, I, I probably, because I was getting new tires on, something the other day and uh something would that maybe be a moped a monkey I it, it was a moped it was it's a vespa um you went to a can am um, yeah sure i went to a can am yep um you just ruined my reveal video thanks i'm sorry thanks, dude so monday act surprised when you see the can am yeah, yeah or it's right. a monkey bike or you went to a street I, you went to a 500 I, street didn't you i did I did. There was just something about that motor that just screamed to me, liquid cooled. I just wanted. I mean, it is the anti Harley. So anti Harley. <laughs> Until they come out with the, uh, in India, they're coming out with like the 300 or something now. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's well, what's I mean, funny about. Oh, go ahead. I, no, no, go ahead. I was going to say, what's funny about that bike is when I saw that announcement of the 300, and I, I think. Maybe it was right in the Ozarks had something about it. it was like looking through the comments or something. And they're like, oh, that's not a Harley, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, dude, it's not even meant for you. It's not even being built here. It's not even going to be sold here. This is for the demographic in India where they need small bikes to get from point A to point B. Don't worry about your brand. Don't worry about them export or outsourcing the material. It's, it's, it's not, this is Harley Davidson Global, not Harley Davidson US. If this were in the 50s, you wouldn't even know it happened exactly if, this is for the people in uh is it africa they send the super bowl shirts of the losers you know yes. they're wearing them oh so yeah people are wearing my chiefs my chief super bowl jerseys right now well you know i mean yeah. things happen <laughs> what are you gonna do i do right. think i do think that that's um 
Yeah, that that is funny. I mean, it, it, I always joke, and, and it's been the joke forever. It's like, is Harley Davidson a motorcycle company that makes T-shirts? Or are they a T-shirt company that makes motorcycles? That that's what my brother says. They're <laughs> they're a clothing company that happens to sell motorcycles. So, uh, and yeah, I I used to be. I mean, I'm not sure if this can get to the view. You know, Harley Davidson jacket, and I used to have have Harley Davidson gloves. I I was. I don't want to say fanboy of Harley Davidson when I first started, but you know, I always thought and this is me being naive. I bought a Harley Davidson. Their gloves probably are good, right? And their jackets are probably good, and they're okay. But you're paying for the name. I mean, yeah, this mesh jacket shouldn't have been more than probably eighty bucks, but you know, it's probably one forty if I remember what I paid for it. So mm-hmm. it's like I paid for that bar and shield, and it's like, <sighs> well, I mean, the Harley tax is real. The good thing is though, if you you bang out something on clearance i mean i bought one of the i it's the triple vent or whatever it is harley leather jacket mm-hmm. it's like 600 hours i didn't even pay you know a third of that because it was on such oh, nice. blowout clearance but yeah. um but yeah i mean you harley davidson stands for 100 hours right hd's yep. 100 it doesn't matter what it is <laughs> you know i need right? i need uh, new tire caps 100 hours yeah. <laughs> like that's a two dollar part well yeah. um you want to throw in some other stuff to make it up to a hundred dollars? Cause we, we got to make quotas here today. Like, all right, sure. <laughs> but, but look at this dealership. It's so big. We got to pay it's, for it. Right. And let so me what kind of, 40, what kind of riding do you like to do? <laughs> um, I don't like big groups. Um, okay. Kind of already talked about. Yeah. That translates to my riding style as well. Um, my favorite rides are when my wife and my dad who are, both local obviously my wife's local but dad's local too so wait, and, your wife lives with you okay just yeah in case, okay. <laughs> just in case to clear that up um, <laughs> but uh i like to take just kind of like some day trips mainly um i i don't think i really push the envelope more than 160 70 miles on a day okay. i've been riding for four years it's ever since i purchased the bike that like basically my wife gave me the, we had the discussions like, yeah, go ahead and buy the motorcycle. And then not even a month later, she tells me she's pregnant. So I didn't have like a whole bunch of free time to just kind of be wild and free and sure, you know, you know just be crazy with it. I had to basically, cause I bought, that was in October. So again, we're hitting end of riding season. My kid was born in July, which is right in the middle. So that first year I didn't get much even time on the bike and, then when you have the family and, you know, they, my wife would let me go out all day if, if, if the schedules lined up for it and I, she wouldn't mind, but in my, I personally just can't do it. It's like, Oh, I feel guilty. And oh, I guess I'll go home. So that's why most of my stuff is usually limited to maybe four or five hours. Okay. I uh, give or take, there might be some days that are longer. Um, there's an all day one that I went on with my dad up to, uh, um, a town about 80 miles north of here because we're trying to get our bodies ready for a little bit of a a road trip type thing which never hasn't panned out yet but that's kind of what i prefer um we went to the harley davidson dealership that has the evil Knievel museum in it it's about oh uh, nice about a 50 mile ride and so that was fun we all three were able to do that and and that's what's great is my wife shares the passion so inside the house she understands all the helmets. She understands the parts that are coming in. She she gets it. She's 
she wouldn't ever buy those things for herself. But, you know, when I put them on the bike, she's like, oh, that's, that's a nice enhancement or, oh, thanks for the helmet or stuff like that. But that's really where I'm at is I like just three to four people. I have a couple other buddies who I'll ride with on a, on occasion as well. But again, it's meeting up with them, maybe doing 70 miles with them. So, okay. um, not a big road tripper yet. Um, hoping, hoping to get some overnights. Um, my wife and I have done one overnight ride, uh, to the town that we got married in. So it was, that was fun. Uh, we did that after our first kid was born. So it's been a couple of years now, actually, but, nice. uh, that was, it was great because it was, it was roads we haven't been riding on and just, that's what I like to do is find a new road. But if you watch enough of my videos, <laughs> I have the same route I go on quite a bit because I don't actually get far enough away from home to get new roads on film usually. So, you know, <laughs> well, and it's hard too, because I think when you're filming, it's kind of comforting to be on those same roads because you know them and you're not, there's not this crazy surprise coming up. Right. And, and that is a safety thing too, because motor vlogging can be, can be distracting. Oh, uh, absolutely. I know just the other day when my wife and I were going through a road, a road that I actually know very well, actually, but whenever I moto vlog on it, I know I go through it so much slower. It's got a lot of, you know, sharper turns and stuff like that. Not nothing crazy. It's just around a lake, but I know when I'm trying to talk and do it, I go a lot slower because she was she was pacing me, outpacing me on her sports room. And so 883 Sportster, and I should be able to keep up. And but nope, she's going through the turns here. I'm trying to talk, like, oh, look at her go. I'm like, oh, wait, <laughs> shut up, shut up, right? You need to make this turn now. I'm like, okay. So that was a motor vlog that pretty much got thrown out because I was like, it was choppy and everything like that. So um, but yeah. That's funny. Now, where do you guys live? I, I didn't ask you that. Uh, we live uh, outside of Kansas City, so nice. Um, basically, you know, you got two Kansas Cities. You got the Missouri side and the Kansas side. Uh, I let Holler Moto run the Missouri side of Kansas City. I run the Kansas side. Uh, there's that guy Walt Terrific, but he's only got like two or three followers. So yeah, I mean, who he, I've never even heard of that guy. <laughs> uh, but uh, but no, um, I want to meet up with like Holler Moto this year at some point in time. We've always said. Dude, we need a ride. We need a ride. But, you know, when you hear Kansas City, it's actually with it being two cities. It's probably going to be 50, 50 minutes just to meet up and then yeah. ride on top of it. So for me, again, not having a, all the time in the world, it makes that a little bit more difficult. So, And it's interesting, too. It doesn't take long before you start meeting people from everywhere. Right. You know, and then it's like, all right, well, how much time do I really have? <laughs> yeah, that's it's crazy the amount of people who I've met just through doing this YouTube thing. I mean, um, you know, I got the you got Doyle down in Georgia. Um, mm -hmm. and don't get mad if I don't name you here. You got like Tyen, Tennessee, um, you got 508 Dyna up in the northeast, Black Phoenix. I mean, you got people all over, and it's people like like me it's like they share a passion for motorcycles or spiders or what have you and they also share a passion for putting that onto film and what's great about it is i never actually have to really physically talk to them i can send them messages on instagram or stuff along those lines and and that's perfect for a person such as myself to communicate but 
you know, I feel like if I was to meet them in person, kind of like I'm meeting you here today, actually, this is for the first time meeting you, we're having a very good conversation. Um, I could put past the shyness and everything for the quote unquote gig, I guess. But yes, no, I, I get it. <laughs> um, but, you know, I'm, I'm not a very good conversation starter. And if you, if we were to meet in like real life, I'd be like, just sitting here with my beer, waiting for the question to be asked to me. Yep. Still waiting. Nope. I'm just this guy. Just don't worry about me. (laughs) I I think that the bike is, is interesting because I don't, I've, I've probably told this story before, but it's, it's great. So I was in Philly where I used to work and I was in for a job interview wearing a suit. I'm there like three hours before the interview because that's just who I am. And I'm walking around and I find there's all these motorcycles parked like it's some random spots. So I'm just looking at bikes. And this guy pulls up on this Chinese knockoff scooter, starts talking to me. 45 minutes goes by. He's still talking to me. And he looks at me and he goes, hey, you're in a suit. What do you do? I said, oh, you know, I work in <laughs> IT and I'm applying for this job across the street. I said, do you, do you work in the city? He's like, oh, yeah, I'm a lawyer in a major law firm. And then he just keeps talking about his scooter. And I thought it was like the coolest thing. That like nobody... I'm the same way. I don't necessarily like go out of my way to talk to people, but if you have a bike, I'll talk to you. Yeah. Um, I remember what time we, my dad and I, we had been riding uh, a little bit of time. So we pulled into like a Walgreens parking lot just to take a stretch guy in a truck pulls up and, and usually it's my dad's bike that will get the attention. His fat boy. I mean, it's chromed out. It, it's the looker. I mean, people see a Dyna, it looks like a Dyna, but usually his bike gets the attention. It's them that you know they want to talk to him about that bike. Sure. Well, this dude rolled up. He's like, dude, I haven't seen any club style bikes in this part of the town. And he started talking to me. I'm like, what do I do? He's talking to me. Like, Dad, he's talking to me. Get a selfie <laughs> quick. My bike's cool. Mine's cool. <laughs> but no. Um, <laughs> um, but no, that was a very weird time man. i mean it was just a guy who you know appreciated bikes and i was like um yeah it, it was weird kind of trying to talk up my motorcycle to him like he's like because he was generally like what have you done to it i'm like oh how much time you got because the the mod list is a mile long but we just whip out this paperwork yeah, <laughs> I look at all the dollar signs. Oh boy, oh boy! You should so. have been like, and make sure you hit that subscribe button, give it a like. Yeah. <laughs> More than you can afford, pal. Rawr, you know? um, <laughs> oh, hopefully that doesn't demonetize you. Um, <laughs> but uh, but no, it's it's good. I haven't actually been recognized from the channel yet in my local news again i don't put myself out there very much so um i think if i did more of the the bike cruises and stuff like that that would probably actually help the channel but just seems like a lot of work the problem with social events is there's people yeah Yeah. if there's no people people there okay well that's pretty much what last year was so (laughs) i always feel like i've gone to a couple bike nights and i always feel like a complete imposter Right. I roll well, up and I'm like, yeah, I still think, you know, it's, it's just funny. I've always felt that way. Like, I don't fit in with these people. Oh, and again, I don't, whatever you guys do on your own when you ride, that that's your thing. 
I do enjoy my beers. I, I love my beer, but it, I find it weird that like a bike night says, Hey, come by. We have free beer. I'm like, ah, you're just, that's just a terrible thing to advertise. I mean, it, it's great if you want to have one or two and it gets out your system. Great. But we all know there's not, not everyone can, can limit themselves and then still ride or drive home. And uh, that's one of the things I have a problem with, with bike nights, like at my local dealership. So I don't go to them because one, I know there's going to be probably a ton of cops around there, which I, you know, whatever. And then two, you know, I don't want to, I'm just not that scene, I guess. <laughs> and again, I don't, I don't mind the scene. Like again, if you, if that's what you like and that's what you do, that's great. It's just, it's not for me personally. So. Well, and it's got to be hard, right? You're a dad. So when you get that ride time, you want to ride. I mean, that's, that's what we found is that when we ride, it's like a hold my beer ride, right? Not, a, well, maybe not all the time, but, you know, we went to Pittsburgh for lunch and came back. It was like 730 miles because we were bored. It's what we wanted right. to do. And I find that not everyone, and I think it's great. Everyone can get the same experience, whether they go to the local brewery or they go to, you know, across the country, right? You're still riding. Right. But I find it interesting that a lot of people really don't, they want to hang out that for more for the camaraderie mm-hmm. than they want for the actual riding, which again, it's your ride. Sure. Yeah. I've been on, on a few, a few occasions where like, like, okay, let's meet here. So we meet there and then we ride and we rode 12 miles and we're stopping again at a, another watering hole. I'm like, well, dude, guys, we just got started. Let's let's keep going. We've only we put 12 miles on. And then at the end of the day, you only put 40 miles on the bike. It's like I was gone for six hours and I put 40 miles on my bike. What did I do today? Um, I, I would rather I I just want to ride. I just want to put miles down and you know, have a nice, nice meal lunch somewhere as like a destination. I like I like that kind of thing. I'm probably sound like I'm like a 60 year old man at this point. So I was like, I like to go to the home Depot and <laughs> I like to ride the shuffleboard. <laughs> yep. On the cruise ships. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I did the, the first group ride I ever did. I was so excited and, you know, I got there and um, I dropped my bike and, you know, it was a fun day and <laughs> um, they, they stopped every, I felt like they were stopping every five minutes and I was mm-hmm. relatively, that was in probably the first two years of me riding. So I was still a relatively new rider. And I was new to, I started with a scooter. So I was new to a manual bike. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh my God, why are we stopping every five minutes? That's what it felt like. It was like, oh, but we're going to go here and look at this. Then we're going to go here and look at that. I'm like, oh, you guys are killing me. Yeah. I get into the flow of the bike and then I'm off the bike. Uh, so, and so like for me, I usually like to go 50, 50 minutes to an hour before I am ready to hop off and stretch my legs. Um, mm-hmm. I've, I've gone, you know, the hour and a half, two hours before it's not the most comfortable thing for me. Um, bad back overweight guy type of thing. But I mean, I like to go long stretches as opposed to doing this, hopping off. Now I don't mind doing the, doing this hopping off. If it's like an errand up, oh, run to the store. Hey, I, I don't, those are fine. But if it's like a social thing, I, Let's just let's just all go ride. Let's let's all put miles on, but you know, it's it is what it is. So I mean that's why we we've done two 
three maybe charity rides and yeah that was yeah <laughs> that was wow <laughs> yeah <laughs> i feel like you're you're riding sometimes either with the people that you know do it all the time and that's great or the people that you know they come out once a year and they may or may not know what they're doing yeah those are there's those two so and i could be that person too for all i know so who knows yeah. <laughs> yeah. but but i think that it's it's hard too because he, uh, everyone says okay well you ride right you ride i ride but i'm finding more and more that i hate to say this because it sounds kind of ignorant but i kind of feel like the bike sort of defines typically the way you ride now there are people that ride the hell out of a sportster with is, is a classic example of that but generally speaking you know if they have a touring bike they're doing bigger rides or they have a smaller bike they're doing smaller rides and you kind of have to find the people that ride that same ride and it's amazing to me how diverse that is like not everybody rides the same way true and i feel like the people who ride the same kind of rides that i would like to go on are a completely different scene altogether too um so there is like a Kansas city motorcycle thing on Facebook that I, that I'm part of and like, Hey, we're all meeting up here. And then, you know, for whatever reason, I don't go. And then I see, it's like, <sighs> I mean, and I, I like crotch rockets. I like all bikes, but it's like, it's a crotch rocket crowd. It's like, man, that, that ride is perfect. That's the ideal ride. But here I am sitting on, you know, my cruiser, which I, I would probably take up the rear anyway. I don't mind being last to get there type of thing, but it's like, it's it's the whole if i show up there on a harley davidson and this is like a sports bike thing do i get crap or you're really like hey there's a harley guy here i mean it's that those are the things that i have to work out myself sometimes it's sure just, you know getting getting past that social interaction um <laughs> well, i can say from from being life. being in a scooter group that was mixed of scooters and motorcycles it was an absolute nightmare. I had a KOR. I was getting like 235 miles to the gallon or not to the gallon, but to the tank. And you've got somebody in there with a Vespa and you're just like, we're stopping for gas every half hour. We probably weren't, but that's what it felt like, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't yeah, like I, stopping period. I, I don't like getting gas. I don't, I don't like any of that. Yep. <laughs> let's just, let's just put the miles down. Exactly. Yeah. So <laughs> if I could get a bigger tank for my bike, I may do it. <laughs> so I don't want to ever get gas again. Um, that's funny. That's awesome. So do you have any plans for your channel? I mean, you're, you're obviously creeping up there pretty quick. So we're looking, I mean, what do you, do you have a goal for a thousand or do you think, are you just rolling with it? Oh, so the goal of a thousand for for the monetization and i want to you know I'll, I'll clear this up on my channel if and when i get there is the reason i want that is not necessarily to become rich and famous um a lot of people don't realize how expensive this hobby is um you know you got you got 400 gopros you got two of them there's 800 bucks you got helmet 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 i mean that that's excessive, I know, but still, one helmet that's four hundred bucks. So, we need to send you to helmet rehab. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, for a decent setup for a moto vlog, is going to probably be twelve hundred dollars when you factor in all that stuff. And I want to continue to get more things. It's, you know, eventually going to get drones or three sixty camera or Ooh. you know, I have the 
can had the Canon RP, which is paid off now finally, thank, thankfully. But um, it's all it's all expense, and when you're again going back to family, you're a father of two. You feel like, shit. Do I need to be buying this? Like, yeah. Before before kids, I had no qualms about buying anything. Now I'm like, should I be dropping money like this? And yeah. We, we we make a fair wage at least here so um i would never buy something for the bike and make my kids starve or anything like that so uh if uh child services is watching this video i my kids do eat very we're well. gonna get a lot of phone calls when this drops <laughs> <laughs> um but that's the reason i want to get to the monetization and the reason i want to get to there this year hopefully is uh, looking at analytics, so you're you have to be twofold, a thousand and the four thousand hours. Well, my my four thousand hours really kind of kicked in the overdrive, kind of towards the end of last year when mm-hmm. I started doing some of the voiceover stuff. Um, so I really want to make sure I get to there because I would my my fear is I'll get to a thousand and then my watch hours for the last year will dip back down under four. I'm at mm-hmm. like. I'm at like 6,300 hours currently for the, for the year. So I know I'm, I'm in a good spot. It's just, I need to get that final push to, to kind of get there. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, and I think that too, as a creator, there's, there's a little bit of a, um, a recognition that you got there. I mean, you know what I mean? That you got there, you've separated from the, you're no longer a new channel, if you will. Um, that's, that's exactly it. Cause I, I think I was replying to Black Phoenix. He, he posted something on the on the giveaway video today. And it's like, I feel like when I get to a thousand, I can actually relax a little bit because right now I'm all about analytics, trying to figure out what's going to work, what's going to, what's going to bring in viewers, what's going to bring in subscribers. And once I can get to that point, because once you get to that point, you're you're good to go for pretty much ever. They don't actually usually backtrack too often. I think. If I could get to that point, I could really just take a step back and make more, more content that is not just motovlogs, where it is actual stuff happening around me. And that's really what I want to eventually get to. I mean, I, the motovlog is great because it's a very easy for me video to create. I go out, it takes 12, 15 minutes to film a single episode. I can actually have it clipped and edited in one night. And then the following night, I have all my special add-ins added. So I can do a moto vlog pretty quick. Um, but for me, that doesn't, that doesn't really fill the creative void that I, that I have. So sure. That's why you see, you know, some of the other things like you, you've been seeing in the garage lately of me doing those kind of things, because those are, those are me planning out a whole situation type thing. So. Well, and yeah. it, it's hard too, because I feel like the reviews get the long-term traction. Yeah, but like sure. you said, you kind of have to you have to tamper it with, you know, but now I'm not engaged. Right. Like I may love the product, but, you know, how much can you really talk about a boot, a glove, a jacket, you know, a helmet? Right. You know, you can to a point, but right. it's not the same excitement of, you know, maybe doing a trip video or something sure. that's a more of a personal mission. And there's a spot for those. So I, I, I feel like that's what's nice about a YouTube channel is you don't have to be 100% reviews. You don't have to be 100% uh, having fun. You can, you can do the mixture of it. Mm-hmm. But 
as long as you set the expectation as far as what's going to happen. So if I make a video that's more personal as far as like, hey, this is just a life update, I know no new, that's not going to bring in any new traffic. Mm -hmm. That's going to be the subscribers who it's going to pop up on their feed. They'll click on it. And because hopefully they like you, they'll watch it and stuff like that. I know that's, I know that's not going to bring in much. However, if I post that, you know, well, lane splitter or Rurock helmet review, it might start off slow, but if it can just catch the YouTube out a logarithm and get promoted and get promoted and get promoted, I mean, it can spiral. Um, sure. I, I did the, the bat wing fairing as a goof. I mean, I, I really, that was one of those times where I was just having fun. It's like, let's put a ridiculously hideous fairing on a Dyna. And, you know, it started slow, but it's, it's up to over like 14, 1500 views. I was like, why are you guys watching that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but at the same time, it, it's searchable because people are searching Myth the Shades. They're searching Batwing. They're searching all those same things. And yeah, so it's, it's hard to figure out what's going to work. So Yeah, and it's hard to, I think, from a creative standpoint is because the it's almost becomes work, right? Like those videos are kind of work because you don't want to say the wrong thing. You want to make sure you have the information rather than me just rambling like an idiot and we're going to get barbecue. Sure. You know, because it's, it, it's my, my wife always laughs at me. Like when we're talking during those videos, she'll be like, well, you, you didn't say what you mean or you were saying this, you're saying, I'm like, it's a conversation. Like nobody's sitting there going, wow, he didn't really... He's talking about Memphis barbecue, but he really meant Texas barbecue. Like it's right. nonsense. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, it it is a job. I mean, you could put us, you could sink a lot of hours into this, and and really maybe not have much to show for it. I mean, and I'm, and that's not like being a mean thing. It's just it it just takes forever. It's not like the old days where everyone was just getting their stuff pushed out, pushed out by YouTube. It's now we're going to make you work for it, which I can appreciate it because it's, it's not just a bunch of, you know, bot subscribers that are boosting your numbers. It's actual people who are watching your stuff now. So I always kind of get mad at YouTube because I'll, I'll get to a milestone and then inevitably I lose a few or something like that. And Mm -hmm. I know it's, I know deep down it's the right thing for them to probably do because they're probably getting rid of all the spam and people who aren't maybe watching your channel i get it and at the same time it's like i like that number being high <laughs> it sure. inflates my ego a little bit but at the same time if the number is lower but the engagement's higher per capita or however you want to say it then that's maybe what's even more important i it's yeah well yeah <laughs> and all day it, about that <laughs> it, it, it's interesting too because you'll do a video that has you know, a lot of back and forth comments, you know, and you look and you've got 80 comments, but you've only got 200 views, but it's kind of mm-hmm. fun because you're at least engaging with that community. Yeah. yeah. And, oh, I mean, and going to the full-time job thing, I am so far behind on comments right now. Um, I, and that, it's a good thing because you get to a point where it's hard to keep up with them. You can't reply to everything for a long time when I was only getting 60, 70 views the comments were maybe 20 per week. I could, I could handle that. But now that the views are starting to get to 150 and then the comments are getting up to 40 or 50 before you even start replying, it's a lot more time to, well, I, 
I could be editing. I could be filming. I could be doing stuff for my family. There's a lot of other things besides the comments, but sure. But still, that those comments are what's engaging your target audience at the same time. It's it's a catch twenty two. Well, and it's like mind. you said too. And I've seen this with a with a fair amount of people that I'm personally friendly with that are creators. You go, okay, well, Bry has an RP. I want to go out and buy a mirrorless camera because you know that's what all the bigger YouTubes are using or Peter McKinnon's sure. using or what have you. Right. And then you realize that your editing time now went, your production time we just went through the roof because yep. as you said, now you have to use manual focus or you're shooting in 4K or, mm -hmm. or you've got a, you've got an air depth of field or that it's focusing and it's, it becomes a lot of work. Yeah. Especially, Especially when then, you produce a 15 minute video and you realize right. that you have 12 hours into it. You're like, am I drunk? Right. Like, <laughs> what am I doing here? Well, then, especially if you start looking into like actual film photography, because you said you you did film filmography. Film yeah, I was a, I was a yeah. sports photographer. I shot photojournalism. Sports yeah. So, like you know about like the rule of thirds, like you know how that kind of works with the grid and everything. I just started using rule of thirds on my off the bike videos, and man, does it make a big difference! Like, yeah. you know, I instead of like because right now i know on this video i'm i'm centered right in the camera and you're centered right in the camera but for those off the bike videos when like it's like this it has all this over here which kind of catches your eye and it makes it much more interesting mm -hmm. uh much more interesting shot type of thing so i've been trying to do stuff like that and that's the reason i had to switch to 4k is because when i would shoot i'd have to crop to get to that rule of thirds and then i'm really downgrading the quality to like 720p but if i shoot mm -hmm. 4k at worst i'm downgrading to no less than 1080p when it's being posted so I, it keeps the quality up sure what do you great. um what do you edit in what do i edit in uh i use uh filmora uh wondershare filmora uh 10 okay. or whatever it is um it's easy um i don't like paying subscriptions mm -hmm. to stuff like adobe so i I think I'm, I do pay 15 bucks a quarter for some of their like transitions and stuff that they come out with regularly, but I don't want to pay 30 bucks a month for like Adobe premiere. It's just, sure. it's just an expense I don't need to have really. So, well, and I think the problem even with that is that, okay, you're running premiere, but now you've got to have something that's going to be able to run it. Right. And you've got to, you know, it's, it's the mo money, mo problems, right? Oh, it's for the, sure. <laughs> it's the bigger you, the bigger that the production gets, you know, I can't tell you how many times I filmed it, like my lav mic went out in my wireless oh, lav God. mic. Like, come on, really? Like, you know, I mean, well, microphones, that's the reason I, I switched from GoPro audio to, to this uh, external recorder is because I know when I'm starting that video, I can see the spikes in that the audio is being picked up. So I know it's good to go. Um, there are so many times like the media mod, I would plug into the back of that. When I did run the Panda, I'd get home and I'd just get wind noise because it was yep. using an external mic instead of what I plugged in. And if you plug it in, it's supposed to automatically switch over, but there's no way to check it before mm -hmm. you actually really. Well, that's actually a good question. So how are you syncing in Filmora? How are you syncing your audio track? There you go. 
You're doing the triple uh, clap. You advanced the one. Oh, actually, right. do I do a I do a triple clap and then a final clap. It's the final clap that I actually sync off of. Okay. The three the three claps give me the spikes to find the to find audio it, spikes, yeah. and then I use the last one. So basically, when I get close to that last clap, I just start going keyframe by keyframe until the compute or the audio from the file, whether it's the audio file or the the video has the very first part of the clap sound. Okay. And so it it could be off a micro little bit, but if you're talking one or two frames on a 24, 24 per frame second setting type thing, it's not going to be noticed, especially when your visor is down for the most sure. part. So um, but yeah, that's, that's how I do it. So basically I, I end up muting the audio from the video and plugging in the external once it's synced up and edit it that way. I had a I had a Zoom recorder. I forget which one it was. It's the one Matt Laidlaw was using at the time. Mm -hmm. And I used it for a bit and I was having some problems. I just kind of gave up. I got frustrated because that's so me. Um, <laughs> but the, what I don't know is how long does that run in a continuous file? Because I think that would be key. Right. Does it just run? So when I, you hit record, is that MP4 file or whatever it's MP3, whatever it's recording? Mm -hmm. Is that for the duration, it doesn't it doesn't break it up like a GoPro. No, it will outrun. Like, there's been a time I forgot to turn it off, and I came back. It was at three hours and fifty seconds, and still going. Um, Damn it! So, you're spending my money. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, but yeah, that's what makes it nice is because it doesn't break. The GoPros break, but you just end up once you get that first sync done, you move everything to the beginning of the timeline. And then just put the other videos in and sequential, and you don't have to worry about syncing again because it's synced from the beginning. Okay. So, and then from there, I cut it and then I export it to individual episodes, and then then I then I get the fine editing done from from there on. So. Okay. Because I I've been toying with the idea this year of wanting to buy a voice recorder simply because i'm kind of anal when i ride like i don't want to have i don't like having the camera and stuff on there when i'm not recording mm -hmm. and i kind of like the fact that i could just pop the recorder out you know and put it away and but the quality's better too Tons. so yeah you know that that's a that's a huge thing yeah because with like a the gopro stuff like you can turn down the decibels and stuff like that but you can't cut out anything and there's a there's a lot of videos i'll watch where they they go in and cut out the wind and post edit but then it you can't hear any of the bike it, it doesn't it doesn't sound quite right their voice changes quite a bit yeah because you're using a high pass or whatever mm -hmm. yeah well so, and that's the that's the thing that i've always tried to or at least we beat into my head that is if you have good audio the rest kind of almost doesn't matter i'm not saying you want poor quality sure. but when you when you have that audio that kind of sucks you in you can kind of deal with right you know some issues i mean I mean, I know when I first started doing this, like I was running a GoPro 4, it probably took me probably took me six or seven different outings before like me just talking, one to get familiar with just talking to a camera, but not really creating an episode, but just to get the audio right. Mm -hmm. um, and even when I go back and watch those first few videos, the audio still wasn't perfect. It was It was getting better. And then I finally started to change some things and everything but but yeah get the audio right the rest will come so cool 
Yeah. So, so as we wrap up, cause we, we've talked a lot and I really appreciate your time. What, to cut um, out <laughs> so I guess for engagement purposes, cause we need to get you to a thousand, you're what, 750 now. So we have to make yep. this happen. Um, where can people follow you on social media? Where can they engage with you? Uh, the best place to find me is going to be on Instagram, uh, chopper underscore fit, because whoever has chopper fit has like seven followers. That is not me. Um, <laughs> I even messaged the guys like, Hey, do you still need this handle? And he never replied. Um, <laughs> Cause he's so not you, on there. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> so you can find me on Instagram. It's the best place to actually message me. Okay. Um, I just started a Twitter. You can find me there just by searching Chopper Fit. Um, I, I don't know what Twitter is or how to actually use it. Um, a coworker said, you should get a Twitter. I'm like, okay. And so I, <laughs> I got a, a Twitter, which, you know, has zero engagement right now, but it's all right. Um, and then I, I don't really do much with, with Facebook. Um, I have a page there, but don't, I'm not going to, don't go there. Just, just go to Instagram if you want to get in contact with me or try to figure some things out. That's, cool. that's where to go to. So. so we need to follow you on Instagram. We need to follow on YouTube. Do you have uh, any sort of schedule that you release on or do you just sort of do it? I do. I have it up in my banner. Every single Monday, there's at least going to be an episode now. Nice. Now, what I guess what would, you know, theoretically be this Monday's video? Um. Well. I mean, if you were to follow me on Instagram, ah, you would see that you're I good. Have, you're good. <laughs> you would see that uh, this this Monday is going to be uh, my new bike reveal, which yes. I'm being very careful with my wording and everything with it right now. Because I glide. Um, I'm 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 not there yet. <laughs> Let's see what, what could it uh, be? Hmm. There's you a lot of things. Ducati that, sport bike, didn't you? It's it's in the cards. Turbocharged um, Kawasaki. Not I'll wait till Monday. Let's not ruin. Not necessarily turbocharged, but you might be up the right alley with the cat. Maybe. Ooh. Maybe we'll have to see. A I, Royal I mean, Enfield. Oh God, I would I would go so slow. <laughs> I'm a big guy, dude. Yeah, but you have to think <laughs> about engagement. More people would see you riding. True, true. Probably I can assure everyone it's not a Royal Enfield. I, I do like the 650 Interceptor, but I don't think I'll ever have one. But They look really cool. <laughs> and then I'm like, but this is the only dealer I've ever seen. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> it's like Indian here. I don't know how Indian is there, but we don't have many Indian dealerships. And I'm always like, this one. is cool. Yeah, we got one in the KC area. And uh, Luckily, it's close. I want to go check out the Chiefs once they come in, but they... They're like, because they're such a small dealer, they take forever to get stuff in. So. Yeah. And it's a shame because they're the best dealers to work with, but they're, yep. it's hard because they don't have a selection. Yep, exactly. So <laughs> cool. It's always, it's always a power sports too. It's always Indian and yeah, Triumph and Polaris. It's not just an Indian dealership too. So, Which is weird because if you, if you come from the Harley world, it's really weird when you run into like, there used to be a dealer up in North Jersey that sold Harleys and Hondas. And I mm -hmm. thought it was a joke when I walked in and they really did. And I was like, this is like, I feel like the bike should be on the floor, like duking it out or something. Right. There's a place in Missouri. Um, that's a, it has a Harley dealership. 
but because Harley didn't want to let them sell new bikes there at the Harley dealership, they have an annex building that you can go through a tube to get to. And because it's on a different property, they have a motorsports dealership next door to it. Ran by the same people, but. <laughs> oh, <laughs> why Harley? Why? Yeah. So but no, man, I do appreciate you. You're, you're bringing me on here. This is oh, absolutely. And, and I really, I would hope that anybody that's watching this checks your channel out, subscribes. And uh, I mean, you have great content and I think your commitment to quality is huge. So appreciate that. That's awesome. So as Thanks, we man. wrap this up, I would, uh, I would ask that you guys uh, check out Chopper Fett's uh, YouTube channel. Please consider subscribing, checking it out. And uh, until, I guess, the next one, we will see you when we see you, folks. Peace out. See you guys. Thanks. Oh, wait. And remember, okay. you're not alone for all my friends that are struggling. Thank you, Later. guys.